Welcome to Motorcycles and Misfits at the Recycle Garage in frickin' sunny Santa Cruz, California. Oh, indeed. We have uh, not the fullest house tonight, but we do have about seven of us. Uh, I am Douglas. We have Knock. Yes. James. What's up? Masonic. Martin. Hello. Lizer. Hey. And he is Zach. Present. Awesome. Uh, What did we uh, do today? All kinds of shit. Who wants to go first? I uh, showed up and helped uh, some guy get his Ninja 250 running after a period of that was Evan long rest. Evan, yes. It turns out that uh, and it started with a nice tug and tow. Oh, I, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. the tug and tow is back we, uh, in business. Yeah. The elite is perfect for it. Yeah, think, we did right? a tug and tow. Uh, I rode Mandem with him on the scooter. <laughs> 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 you, you screamed out when you were leaving, we're going nut to butt. <laughs> yeah, he lived about like two blocks away, and uh, I rode over to his house and with the with the Honda Elite. That thing is super handy, man. So it worked good. It worked great. I kept bottoming out after we uh, attached that bike to well, it. <laughs> it's a good thing Jake put some air in those tires like last week or the week before. <laughs> yeah, you would have gotten air. more traction. He was like, yeah. oh, yeah, the front one was at like 20 and the rear was at like 22. <laughs> well, right before our ride, it was the, like at 8. Yeah. Before the yeah. 200, it was at like 8. Sounds like when I bought my DRZ. <laughs> but it did have oil in it, so yeah. it was, everything was fine. Yeah. Okay. Was well, that's oil. good. There was some oil. Uh, James, what did you do today? <laughs> uh, I, I, I didn't really do too much. I painted my exhaust awesome. uh, for the Mason? CB 550. <laughs> Sandblasted some just... pistons, but that's it. Uh, okay, yeah, I uh, I honed the cylinder on that uh, Yamaha 100. Tell, tell us the debacle with your, your, your WR4. Oh, that's right, that's right, right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I finally, uh, yesterday I replaced my clutch. Uh, that's the third clutch I've tried to put in that bike because because, because you're a noob. It turns out, <laughs> shut up. That uh, it's not a WR426 engine in my WR426 frame. It's a it's a YZ400 engine. Right. Yeah. yeah. So he bought two two WR426. Why is this working? Yeah. I was like, yeah, something's not right. Well, so it's funny because I pointed out on the on the on the cylinder cast. It's it has it's, an imprint it says that says three nine nine three nine nine cm oh. cube. I was like huh. on the cylinder right. on the yeah, cylinder, not, yeah, cylinder. Not the crankcase yeah. right. Okay. So you need two shop manuals for that bike. <laughs> well, I mean it's just the frame. So <laughs> no, but for all intents and purposes, it's a YZ four hundred. It's the same frame. And now that so. thing freaking pulls. Yeah, and I wrote it, and it's it's. So much fun to ride. Well, <laughs> I, I'm jelly. I I was interested. He said that his new clutch springs were how much longer than the old ones? Like almost a quarter inch. That's significant. Almost, yeah. Difference. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like they yeah. were pretty worn. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, that's cool. And then I also worked on that that Yamaha 100. I painted the cylinder. Yeah, you did. And the cil- the cylinder head, I guess. And you did mm-hmm. your and, uh, first honing job. And my first hone job, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, can I get a home job later? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, that sounds boring. Yeah, yeah I think that's all I did. <laughs> yeah, cool. I did something interesting today. <laughs> oh, Mr. Butterfingers with the beer over there. Hey, now. Good one, not. Seen most of it. <laughs> Martin, you're, you're new to the garage. Yes, I am. Uh, you you took Zephyr and uh, Mike and I up to the Z2 uh, or the Roadrider 2.0 one, one oh, morning. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah, up to Sonoma. And so that's right. how we met, and then Mike right. dragged you down here today. So what was your experience at the garage today? Uh, pretty awesome, actually. Very happy to meet you guys. Um, you didn't get coin slotted. Oh. No. <laughs> he wasn't working on anything. So. Damn. No, I did not. Uh, I don't think he wears underwear. <laughs> Very antsy to start wrenching, though, for sure. Yeah, you guys work on the bikes. You have a... I have a XR400R. And oh. a... And a YZ250F. Fucking awesome bike. Uh, Both street legal? <laughs> well, yeah, the Honda is. Yeah. The YZ is not. Okay. They both need work. Um, they You're both not. run. 
They're very they're fun not to drive, but they that's do a, need some that's work. A step up for sure. So seeing you guys wrench, <laughs> seeing, seeing you guys work and wrench on your bikes and stuff definitely makes me want to get on that sure. uh, sooner than and later. And you, you don't live too close, so it's kind of like not easy for you to get down here. But right, where yet? It's not unobtainable. Uh, I'm actually all up in the air right now in between jobs. Okay, um, I'm job. Hey, more time to wrench. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yes and no. You know, because I got to be driving all over the state trying to look for a job so once i find where i'm working that's where i will be at sweet oh wow but uh i will always be coming back to visit you guys and whenever i can sweet. i'll yeah, it's good to have you here thank you likewise thanks for good coming to be here liza i did something interesting awesome oh, zach i oh, <laughs> I, I touched a package Oh yeah! First time? Yes. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! That's just like this a is the <laughs> second penis wow. Liza has ever touched. First time oh, there was shit. an aggression involved. <laughs> oh, wow! So Don, Donut, who's not here? Oh, technically, third time there was baggage. curiosity involved. <laughs> wow. wow! I don't even what. <laughs> right on. Uh, wait, this wait, is what happens when, when you don't come early. You missed yeah. it. Uh, That's what she said. I think I'm. I think I'm glad. I didn't come early. Oh my god. <laughs> I should I explain it? Yeah, in a minute or less. It sounds like some explaining is needed. (laughs) I was asleep whenever this happened. (laughs) That's what she said. Oh my god! (laughs) So donut showed up today, and to me, something was (laughs) 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 something looked out of the ordinary. His his chode looked extra punchy today. (laughs) Wait, was it it, it a gym (laughs) song? And I didn't know. Punchy as in you want to punch it, or is it like sticking out? I I just I didn't know what was going on. It there. looked betwangy. You never know. It looked, <laughs> you don't know it looked like he was wearing sweatpants, but he was wearing jeans. What I think okay. it was, Liza, was that his jeans were too big, and he was cinched it up too much that it made his so. zipper stick out too so much. So I was just like, like what is that? And then he proceeded to drop trowel. Well, first he wow. said, he said, well, touch it. And I poked it, and it was harder than I thought. It was the, it was zip, it was the zipper. Because the first so time I like... poked one, it was squishier than I thought it should be. Touch so it. I was expecting <laughs> that. Everybody look at my crotch right now. Okay. That's yeah. what he was doing right there. <laughs> so then he took me inside and dropped trowel so I could understand what was going on. Because it's all a mystery to me. Oh, God. Of course. <laughs> it's it like opening up an engine for the first time. So, and so how did you convince him to do that? Uh, it didn't take much. Yeah, no. I'm sure it didn't take much. I think he recognized that I was actually uh, confused. <laughs> like, I don't so, understand. Uh, other than that, did you work on and any Douglas motorcycles was, today? Douglas videotaped the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, um, no, I thought it was nice of him to not be scared, because last time that happened, they were scared. Um, what? <laughs> last time I was going, poking somebody's junk. You know there's a thing called porn, right? Yeah, but that's different. That's okay. Now that you bring it up, that's exactly the point. What I see here in the garage from my friends does not look like what I've seen on the internet. That's why I had to ask. Like, I don't understand (laughs) what's going on. That said, uh, did I work on anything? Uh, You know, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Yeah. Yeah. Same here. Uh, Zach. Uh, we, uh, Zach wins the award for loudest motorcycle of the day. Oh, yeah. Woo. Why? Uh, well, we got that CB900. Uh, it was firing easily out of both ends, both the intake and the exhaust. <laughs> <laughs> firing out of the intake. <laughs> it's like when, you, when you're sick and you have to make that choice. That's what the bike was doing all day. Uh, yeah, it made, it was real fucking loud. It was, uh, yeah. it was igniting in the pipes and whatever. The valves are open. It was loud. It, yeah. Something. So the timing is the timing. Fucked. The timing. Something it's, is fucked with it. It's acting like the timing is off, or the coils got mixed up. Though I don't recall that <clears throat> anybody changed the timing or the coil wires. Yeah. So we were reluctant to start going there. It, but yeah. since we went through a whole can of starter fluid, you're not supposed uh, to go through a whole no, can. No, it's supposed fluid. to be a spritz. Yeah. Like, a spritz. Jesus. That's it. So that's the next thing. But um, it brings up. Um, I wanted to present an idea to everyone in the garage that maybe when somebody has a troublesome bike like this, that we uh, create like a quorum, like they do in the medical community, uh, where we gather everyone around to kind of ask questions and to. Can we have one come phone in ideas. from India? <laughs> I say we shoot it with a fifty cal. That's <laughs> <laughs> armor piercing incendiary just right through the side of that sounds thing. good to me yeah <laughs> see how you, <laughs> how you are the next time you need help we have yeah. that bilge gas <laughs> so 
yeah so we're stumped on that but i thought yeah it'd be nice to get everyone to gather around and put their put our heads together and uh come up with uh some ideas to try cool um what the hell did i do today i i rebuilt my carburetor on my rm125 with the rebuild kit i got from ebay it was like 15 bucks oh nice and uh everything was was great what i really needed was the float pole seal but I replaced the, the spring and the idle screw and, and everything. Everything but the idle jet and the main jet was, was great. The idle jet and the main jet they sent me was way too big. It was like for an RM250 or something. Hmm. So I didn't even install those. But um, uh, the carburetor's back together and ready to rock as soon as I... Someone's heavy breathing. Who's heavy breathing? Is that the dog? It I don't is. know. Uh, is, is Bosley snoring, snoring in yeah, the corner? He's snoring behind me. Right. <laughs> Those of you who don't wow. know, my my RM125 uh, it seized a, a bearing on the, the conrod. Yeah, it's a ring ding that seized the the bearing on the conrod yeah. and the and the crank. So I'm, I'm procrastinating, tearing the uh, lo- the bottom end apart. But today, um, I rebuilt the carbon and helped out. I helped Donut and I helped a couple other people. So we had a new visitor today. Evan. Uh, Evan uh, and also, um, what was the name of the guy who dropped? Oh, uh, Ken. Ken. The Ken guy was on the a, Jixer, yeah. yeah, on the Jixer. Yeah. Ken was Jixer a, a tourist. Uh, didn't participate, but he he came by and, and on he met Mike at a stoplight or something, and Mike told him to come by. So he came by and Stop talked by. about sport bikes. <laughs> Oh, cool. Yeah. Where's Lucas when you need it? That was a nice Jixer. I know. It was Lucas's Jixer before he wrecked it. Yeah. had a nicer exhaust, though. Uh, Although Lucas has done some things to his bike that, uh, performance-wise... Yeah. Yeah. It's it's got the upper hand. I like that throttle that he yeah, has. Yeah, the yeah, the throttle specifically. Yeah, and he lost a little weight with the with the broken tail pieces, so it's, <laughs> it's a little yes. bit lighter. Than, yeah. than, than, than yeah, it yaws a little bit more easily. Now, if only he had lost weight when he broke his tail piece. Ooh. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> so uh, the the topic tonight. Um, there was something oh, else happened today. What what happened today? Some more dicking. Some more dicking. Oh, and, and around. some condoming. Oh, it's some condoming. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so when when Donut was uh, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, had his wheels off over at Rich's house, changing his his tires. Um, I I, <laughs> I asked Liza for a condom, which was stupid, but she actually had one. Not so stupid. <laughs> and so I I, I un- unraveled the condom and I put it over his tailpipe and I zip tied it and then I stuffed the rest of it down his tailpipe. So I, I didn't see it. When he, it looked exactly like what you would expect in a cartoon. It <laughs> popped out, got phallic shaped, and then suddenly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how did I, I miss that? It? I didn't. See how did I different... miss that? I don't know. I don't know how Donut put his bike together and didn't see this like white silicone <laughs> thing he, wrapped he, around. He did see it. He did see it. He's oh, like, fuck. who put a condom on my tailpipe? <laughs> Shit. What he did not see is, and I know he's not going to listen to the podcast. What he did not see <laughs> are exactly. the two big, like, 14-inch paper cocks I hit on his bike <laughs> under under his gas tank and on, under, like, you know, the uh, the number plate right yeah. below his windshield? One big one right in front of all his cables. Nice. <laughs> and he didn't see those. Unlike apparently. Mike, where you can just hide it in plain sight with, with Donut. We Donut, had to hide it a little better. <laughs> Donut's been around a little longer, so he knows. So that was fun. He'll find that in a year. So the, <laughs> uh, I do want to say... Happy Mother's Day. It is Mother's Day today. Happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there. And uh, all the single fathers out there, happy do what you do day. Oh, that was nice. Um, So the the main topic tonight is the... We're going to get back to our roots tonight and and talk about the garage and and how... the Excuse me. The garage started and... Are you getting uh, choked up already? No, I'm just... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's what he said uh so we're gonna say first of all who we are what what are we we're a band of misfits that come together um liza started this this cooperative motorcycle garage uh what seven eight years ago yeah something like that yeah and uh, at that point, there was maybe one, two, three people that yeah. came by here and there. Um, and I'm going to let Liza take the reins on this and just give us a little bio about herself and, and why she started the garage. 
Yeah, I, I covered this before on a real old podcast, but that was a really crappy sound, and I <clears throat> don't think a lot of people have heard it. Um, and and I also keep telling everyone I think it's you know a good concept that other people should do it, just how rewarding it is. But basically, the concept was I felt um, I had built up a garage full of tools and bikes, and I had fun just wrenching on projects. And hey, isn't it more fun to have people around? <laughs> When you're wrenching on projects. And hey, also, aren't there a lot of people who would like to learn how to wrench on projects? And I think I can, like, help people out. Also, part of it is I was that, you know, 20-something-year-old with a motorcycle and didn't know how to do basic stuff and didn't have the tools I needed to do basic stuff. You were 20-something, like, eight years ago? Uh, yeah. In, in, in now, the now, 80s? Now, yes. Yeah, now she's... <laughs> No, she's 34. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I just, uh, I had people help me. You know, people you'd meet in a bar on a ride, and they would, you know, give you advice. Kind of like like how, Douglas, how you found Sage, and like, hey, come on over, we'll show you how to fix yeah, that. You know, simple sure. stuff. Um, so I just remembered being that recipient of being helped, and thought... I've got the space and the time. Let's help other people. And it was interesting how it did take off and it, it spread. It's always been word of mouth. And people would tell their friends and their friends would come. And I found that the people who were coming were sticking around and hanging out. And we were going out to dinner. And I started building up a network of friends through the garage. It wasn't just people showing up using my shit and leaving, you know people seem to appreciate and we had a common interest and I also found that it's not just about how to wrench it's I was taking people to the bike shows and stuff I, like that it's the whole end of the races yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah it's introducing people to the entire culture and community was which is vast and huge and sadly there's a lot of people out there who are those solo riders who buy a bike yeah. who go to work or school and never really tap into this entire world and how amazing it is so it's nice to be somebody to be a you know a gateway to introduce people to all that um and you know in, in the same token too i've been in, introduced to dirt biking through that and and other stuff so that's the gist of it. And I've had people coming and going through the years, but I have to say um, it really took off when Douglas showed up, and he was just a wee little lad. <laughs> and uh, I didn't even want to be here. <laughs> he didn't. <laughs> he now you can't leave, motherfucker. <laughs> it's like Hotel California yep. in here. But what I've always um, realized and really saw happen is the community... And the garage grows based upon the people who come and what they're willing to put into it. And when Douglas kind of caught on to this and he loved it and he started turning around and helping people, then it, it doubled in, and tripled in capacity. The more people who are coming and helping, the more people come to be helped and to help others. So I, for what the community is now and how the, how the podcast grew out of the conversations that we were having in the garage probably wouldn't have happened without... Douglas and and everyone else who's continued to come like Nock and Adrian well, thank and you. everyone else. It's it's just so much freaking fun. <laughs> I mean yeah. like I didn't know what I wanted out of life and Was until, it fun? And when... I'm like sorry to get so fucking cheesy right now but like, I didn't know what I wanted out of life and I didn't know what my passion was until I started hanging out here. And until Liza gave me my first bike, she said, "Here, get it to work and it's yours." And I got it to work, and it, nice. it was mine. Yeah, and that was my first bike. And uh, doing biker shit, just doing biker shit, man. And I, I le <laughs> basically I learned how to use tools. Well, I had like a you know a, a metal fabricator for a father, so I know how to use like tools and stuff and some basic metal fabricating. But um, now you learn getting how to, how to use some specific tools, yeah, especially like cutting out. Papers and dicks and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely yeah, a necessary critical skill. Writer, true yeah. passion. So, <laughs> it, it, like, I don't know. That was what? That was like 2009, I think I started coming here. And Liza, not only, and what I say a lot about Liza is that, you know, if, if she was a mama bird, she'd be kicking the, the, the eggs out, out of the nest. Like, oh, you're just learning how to ride. Here, get on this fucking bike and go down the street. <laughs> yeah, um, and that's what she did to me. She, she stuck me on the vampire's uh, hooligan ride, and I didn't even have a, a permit or gear or anything, and I almost killed myself on one of her bikes. 
<laughs> on the uh, SR500, on the SR I saw him that cross red one over there. the yellow line, the white in a turn. I'm like, oh, jeez. Yeah, that SR500 thumper, oh, wow. which I did not stall the entire night once. on the hooligan ride. I did not stall it once. Once, there was. No, I didn't stall it. Okay. No, Jennifer, Jennifer's uh, bike did not make it. Yeah. That was the first hooligan ride. Anyway, um, so uh, the greatest hits... What are some of the greatest hits coming out of this garage? It, when I say greatest hits, I mean something like a bike that has succeeded in your rebuilds or um, like the triple. You mean the one that runs? The one that runs. <laughs> yes. The one that runs. Or one that you've made a lot of money on. Or, uh, you know, your, your, your chopper that you made. I mean, that was... Yeah, it started with the... Well, didn't start with a chopper. Um, I mean, I've been doing this for a while, and I've had bikes through the years that were project bikes that I picked up for cheap. Really, honestly, what started this was the rat bike. Because up until that point, I had um, sport bikes and cruisers and BMWs, and I had built up my garage, and then I built my chopper. And I built up even you know more of the space and gotten the lift and all the stuff. But it was when I got... I was I finished the chopper and I was looking for a project and this friend of mine had an old CB750 sitting in his front yard rusting away and uh, my friend Mike joined me and the two of us actually are the ones who built that and that was so much fun hanging out with Mike and building a project bike that there was nothing to lose you know because it was just a free piece of junk and that was the wow that that was fun i want another project now and and to work with somebody else you know so that really was a catalyst was that one um i would say you know i'll say one of my proudest things isn't anything i did but your your cb400t seeing you build that engine for the fourth time <laughs> five, five at least five and and knowing that myself going through these things it's about having that emotional energy and that excitement and the passion to wow. not give up and to keep going That's, and how much it pays off to just keep going thanks dad <laughs> <laughs> I'm not pointing up to this guy because he's still alive but uh, thank you dad for, for teaching me to never give up and do whatever it takes to get the project done so those are my proud things are seeing the people who are learning and then passing on what they learn to somebody else um you know uh i really enjoy that that's why i've always said you teach somebody how to do it and then so they teach the next person how to do it Ooh, there's a motorcycle pulling up yeah, who could it be who could it, it be? sounds like a twin sounds like a sounds like sounds like pumpkin <laughs> so cinderella's here so to the guy. <laughs> aka cinderella aka Hollywood, Fruit Loop, <laughs> a, a Fruit Loop, yeah, yeah. Mike, <laughs> Fruit Loop, um, and just yeah, and for me too, just seeing people showing up and having fun. Yeah, yeah. I mean, on any given Sunday, we can have like twenty bikes outside, <laughs> which is a far and, and only only, only a lot of bikes. Good, good more than half a lot of work. bikes, and well, I mean that's that's over and above what we have in inventory here. So, or even uh, like like knock. Who used to just drop by and say hi? Yeah. <laughs> God, I gotta go adjust my valves. <laughs> <laughs> and then we, we like we Tacos. got him. We, we snatched him. Yeah. Now he just shows yeah, up. Yeah, now he's a part of it. Yeah, no, he, I, no, he doesn't I felt do shit. Super guilty just coming up and doing a podcast like an asshole. But um, now I'm actually here, like busting my knuckles and not getting paid. But yeah, that's dude. okay. That's what it's about. I get paid in burritos. We do it because it's freaking fun. Yeah. It's fun to get an old. Well, it's it's nice seeing everybody like grow into human beings, like fully formed, more emotionally whatevered human mm-hmm. beings, and watching them develop skills that they could eventually pass on to other people, whatever you know. And it's always cool. It's always watching. A, it's nice watching a community that you're part of grow positive in positive directions. Yeah. So, anybody else have a good what they think about the garage story? Uh, I'm. I remember hearing about it from. Up and being like, did you get here because of Denton? Denton, yeah, Andrew Denton. Denton. Yeah, <laughs> but I remember showing up and uh, just being like, where I'm, like, where has this been all my life? I'm ready. Let's do it. You right. Know, like, yeah. it was like I got here and immediately was just like, yes, this mm-hmm. is what I've been looking for. Uh huh. It's well, a pretty cool. cool thing. I mean, we we all well, most of us work nine to fives, and but on Sundays, it's our it's our day to unwind. 
and come mm-hmm. here a and, day of just, rest. and just be whoever the fuck we want to be and take stupid photos and <laughs> play with dildos and <laughs> and make it's mostly playing with dildos actually fart jokes and and that's what she said jokes but it's just it's just so it's so it feels so at home and just being mm-hmm. here and yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think about Chilliwack, uh, how event, how they're starting, and they've already kind of got like mm-hmm. a little thing going, and it's only going to get better. And I know they're yeah. seasonal, and they've got like windows to actually be productive. But I think for them, having those short windows means, I guess, makes those moments a little bit more meaningful. You know, because you have a short amount of time to just bond or whatever and get your shit done yeah. or all that. That so, helps to have the the space and the yeah. And the wife that makes lunch and yeah, I, I, have another, <laughs> I have another thing I'm proud of. Yeah, it's Mason over here, who used oh. to be that solo writer who looked like the praying mantis. Oh. Ah. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, I gotta change my now blinker. Look how cool he looks. And this his, is a supermoto. Yeah, and his yeah. cool ass Ru- boots. We ruined him. Yeah, <laughs> tainted. We turn him over to the to the to the, to the one of dark us. side, <laughs> the dark side. Sweet. No, it's true, and and you know I see people out on the road. Um, so, so I didn't tell you today when I went to go run the errand on the on the elite, I was um, in traffic behind a dude on a Magna, and he had the matching blue sparkly helmet that matched his blue sparkly Magna. Nice. And he had a passenger. <laughs> With shorts and cowboy boots on. And <laughs> Hashtag ranch life. And, you know, and he's ranch just riding life. responsibly through traffic. So, of course, I, like, took the bike lane and just flew past him. Because yeah. <laughs> he was behind a Prius. It's like, yeah. I don't want to be behind oh, no. a Prius, right? Blew past him, and we had, I head up to town. And then um, when I was coming back... I. I caught up to him again. He had no passengers. So apparently, went and dropped him off, and I did it again. <laughs> I passed him in the cars in the bike lane. Blew Give past. scooter riders and a I bad thought, name. Like, oh, like these are the type of person I should or just a good like, name. say like, "Hey, come on by. We can help you." I <laughs> know <laughs> it's, it's for every come on by. For every ten come on bys we get, we maybe get one guy or one girl that shows up. Uh, and doesn't stick around, but every once in a while, one of them sticks around. And, yep. And yeah. It's we're, it's 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 slowly becoming like a, a a thing. It's it's a thing, and it's a it's almost like a uh, a harem of <laughs> young people that likes to come by and get their hands dirty. It's, it's I really feel cool. uncomfortable it's, when you refer to this as a harem. It's your harem. <laughs> Everybody else sees it. Like that. Well, she so, hasn't made me done anything super illegal yet. <laughs> <laughs> just, just mostly kind of illegal. So, Liza. Well, though I <laughs> though not going <laughs> well, to help me out with the joke this weekend when I ran into a friend of mine, a 13-year-old girl who I... Oh, uh, yeah. We were out at the movies, and I said, "Oh, jeez!" I said, "Oh, hey!" I turned to Chloe, like, "Oh, you, you know, I can't believe you found me out like this. Do me a favor, don't let anyone know. Um, I want you to meet my boyfriend, Knock." <laughs> and she bought it, hook, line, and sinker. I didn't even know like, <laughs> You should have grabbed his ass under his pants. I am such a cool. I was like, I was like, hey, honey, uh, you want some popcorn? <laughs> <laughs> I got two kernels of popcorn. Right <laughs> uh, Liza, yeah. What are, are what's your biggest like failure here at the garage, or right. biggest miss, or biggest? frustration moment you mean my bike that beautiful failed. cafe racer boat anchor is that is that the what you consider your biggest <laughs> failure here uh just that i've done the engine so many times though technically the last two engine rebuilds were by a professional that i paid but you start to wonder <laughs> if there is such thing as a curse a curse on a bike no just shitty no, mechanics. it's a 79 cent part yeah it's always a shitty <laughs> in like five hours of work yep <laughs> yeah <laughs> Um, but no, I mean, it's a beautiful bike. I spend a lot of time. And, and as I tell everyone, it's not just about the end the end prod- product. It's about the process and everything you learned doing that. Yeah, she's a Lord of the Rings fan. It's all about the journey. <laughs> <laughs> um, biggest failure. I don't know that I, that's like that I lose money on most of my bikes. That's, that's some shit you say, like, like, if you're not work, if you pay somebody, it's like it's all about the finished product. It's not about the journey, though. But, like, if you pay somebody... Yeah, you know, but yeah, I understand. <laughs> uh, I think it's time to read some emails. Yeah, we have some great emails this week. Thank you all for writing in. We 
love emails. Uh, let me start with one from Katie. So uh, Katie is from Seattle. She just found out about our podcast. She Hi, Katie. She really appreciates it. She's listening while she's commuting, and she says it eases the pain a bit. It's like hanging out with bike buddies while I'm at work. <laughs> um, she loves the mix of people and the sense of humor and knew she would like it after seeing that our last episode was called Dick's Burritos and Beers. <laughs> <laughs> well. What's not to like about that, she says. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what. <laughs> um, she also likes that we acknowledge scooters. All right. Yeah, Some of us acknowledge, acknowledge <laughs> trash. Her first uh, vehicle was a 79 Vespa P200. And um, now she has a 96 KLR 650, a 78 KZ200, and a 76 Vespa Sprint Veloce, 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 and she still has her P200. So she's up to four in her stable now. Wow. Um, but she still she has to work on her P200. So maybe we can encourage you, Katie, to get out get out there and get get a crack of lacking on it. Um, mm. She also wants to get a full on dirt bike. She likes listening to our our back episodes um, and eats up everything we talk about on the dirt bike. A lot of great dirt biking up there man well, yeah. anyway she says thanks for keeping her company at work and she wishes there was something like recycle in seattle well, you can start you one up too. Yeah. <laughs> exactly thanks katie thank you very much thank for writing you. yeah thanks katie we'll uh we'll try to dirt bike more yep. i guess <laughs> okay so i i have an email here from scott from new york uh, and it says, Hello, Misfits from sunny and warm eastern Long Island. Long Island. Long Island. Long Island. <laughs> Just caught up with the podcast. Nothing new here, but the CB project is dead in the water because I can't find a frame. Tried yeah. Liza's. Yeah, I wish you could use the one on the roof here. Yeah. Well, tried Liza's suggestion looking for project bikes, but no luck. Um, went for a long ride yesterday on my main bike. Um, just got a speedo mount, or waiting on a speedo mount. Um, for now, zip tires are getting the job done. That's a very <laughs> recycle way. You know. <laughs> yep. um, we didn't invent that, just saying. <laughs> <laughs> so in New York, you're not supposed to text or be on the phone and drive, but a lot of dumbasses do it. I think it's the same in California, too. Yep. Uh, yeah. 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 There's a law. Um, so they cut me off. So if they cut me off because they have their phone in their hand and they couldn't use a directional, I make sure to downshift and ride next to them so they can't hear their conversation. <laughs> as soon as I see their frustration in their face, I motor off. You explode the exhaust box. Yeah. <laughs> um, Josh and Doug are correct. Most motocross riders spend time on BMX bikes and mountain bikes sort of cross-train. I did both race BMX till... T- 25 and then mountain bikes only two years of downhill and then the technology got so expensive so quickly that if you didn't have the latest and greatest you didn't win i want to ask how many times you've been hurt on your bmx bike or your downhill mountain bike versus on a motorcycle that's what i want to know okay yes times (laughs) <laughs> yes, I'd, I'd uh, well, they got an email in yeah, and answer. Yeah, yeah, so please email. BMX bikes yes. are actually pretty fun though, because uh, well, I've, I've been yeah, riding one around. Yeah, that's just wily, like, and you got to get hurt You're crazy going downhill. Well, yeah, I can do a bunny hop versus dirt bike. Really? <laughs> oh, and and one more thing, scooters. We don't have them. <laughs> <laughs> we do, but it's the larger, not so many Vespas or Sprees. Uh, mm. Everyone, Liza, wa- everyone waved to you because they, because they thought you were like, "Oh, look at Grandma on the scooter." <laughs> I waved to everyone on two wheels, except for old farts on a Can-Am. Really, three wheels <laughs> can't balance. <laughs> Out here, the back roads are packed with riders, so you spend more time waving than gripping and ripping. Can Antonio recommend a course in New York? Just looking for the basic course, and I'll be using my Harley. I'd cool. love to pick up a sport bike, but my bank account says otherwise. Yeah. Well, well. Sell the Harley well. and get two Supermotos. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's, one that's one the way to us. do it. One of us. One of us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, are there any other emails we need to read? I, I got one. Yeah, go ahead. I have one from Jake, also from New York, and uh, he says that he has been a listener for about six months now. He's 23. I'm sorry, Jake. Yeah. <laughs> started riding at the very end of the season last year so it's his first real season on a bike um 
Unfortunately, he didn't listen to some of our more pertinent advice when it comes to beginner bikes and managed to find <laughs> himself into a 2001 Gixxer 750 oh, there it is. as his first bike. There it is. Uh, How big uh, are you, Jake? Uh, he, he doesn't say. Oh, um, <laughs> he says he's gotten used to the newts that it has, which is how I guess you pronounce nuts with an umlaut. Um, <laughs> 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 uh, but not before some very ter- some terrifying whiskey throttling and downshifting incidents. Yeah. Um, he says it's pretty janky, but he loves he he loves all of its curves and edges. Oh yeah. Um, and he says that he has just he's read Twist of the Wrist, and he's just starting Zen in the art of motorcycle maintenance, which should teach him very little about the practical nature of motorcycle maintenance. Or Zen. <laughs> or, or Zen, yeah. for that matter. Um, and he heard about that from Lucas. Uh, says that he's a Jixer princess <laughs> for life. <laughs> and that he listens to motorcycle podcasts whenever he can and has invested a bunch of money in quality gear. Um, good for him. Good. That's good. He has a couple questions for us. Number one is, how necessary are riding boots? Necessary. He's heard of them spoken very highly of, but usually just rides in his sneakers. Wait, but he, oh, he, invested, oh, he invested money in gear, but he didn't buy boots? Uh, Jake, Seems so. go ahead and go outside and kick a cinder block as hard as you can with sneakers on, and then try it with motorcycle boots. Here's, which th- one here's the thing with, with sneakers. They come off when you get struck. <laughs> I've <laughs> seen footage of and, people's And shoes my shoes and my glasses off. went flying. <laughs> went all over the place. <laughs> literally knocks they your socks off. off. Yes. They, they, <laughs> yeah, they literally come off. knock your shoes off. Uh, the, the, the main thing with the motorcycle boots is is the, well, of course, the, the hard plastic shell around your foot, but yeah. ankle to not too. twist your ankle or break your ankle. Yeah, if you foot. if you look for boots with a CE rating, uh, that means they've been tested for torsion and impact on certain parts and of the ankle. Yeah, so <laughs> get get boots with a CE approval. I'd like and, to add something to that. Um, when you're talking about gear, we're usually referring to in case of uh, a crash. That's when the gear really works. But with the case of boots, you don't have to crash for them to work. Your feet are the closest thing to the ground, and things like rocks, as if you drive a car yeah. and you've had a windshield broken, th- things like rocks and debris is getting kicked up by your wheels and other wheels. So because your feet are closest to the ground, they're most likely to take debris. And if your ankles and shins are exposed, you can get messed up. <clears throat> yeah. So that's actually, I think, pretty important are the boots. Uh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That, that's, that's, uh, that's, that's an absolute yes, Jake. Uh, boots are very important. And you get don't have some. to get like $500 CD boots. You get yourself a lower end $100. Anything better something, than sneakers. Something that will yeah. stay on your foot when you know you, something happens. And any part of your body that has lots of little bones, you yeah. need to protect. Yes, because yeah. it's hard Absolutely. to fix all those Get broken little bones. Boots. Yeah, spend the extra 150 bucks. Yeah, just do it. Um, his his other second question is that he has been learning in the mountains of the Adirondacks, and there's sand everywhere because mm-hmm. they don't salt the roads. Um, he says every time that he goes through a turn, there's a few bad lines that'll put you into a sand patch slash hospital. Um, he constantly finds himself chopping the throttle and target fixating directly into the worst possible line. Slow down. Slow down. Um, that's I, it. That's I, all I you ride different roads. I yep. would start carrying a broom with you. He says, "Shape it to the fender." He says he's had he's had plenty of close calls and the chicken strips on his tires. You shouldn't have that many close calls. Too. Tells his uh, trepidation to really lean in turns, and he's wondering if a dual sport with more knobby tires will make it easier through the no. sandy spot no. sandy no. spots, and if there are any exercises he can do to help break himself slow down habit. ride slow different down. roads if you're gonna ride those roads and you're planning to do oh my god laps quote unquote do a recon ride if you're gonna be there for all fucking day three four hours or whatever do a recon ride go slow one way go slow the other way and know that your road conditions will change hourly they will always change that's just a thing you just got to remember road conditions will always change you know, trucks and other cars will go around certain corners and kick up dirt where there wasn't dirt like 30 minutes before. So do a recon ride. Go easy. Know where your danger spots are and, you know, just take it easy. Um, it brings up a good point, though. For somebody who's riding and you see sand in a turn, what do you guys think is the proper braking handling technique for that? Um, in an absence of skill, I've read this before. Do nothing. Just right. mm-hmm. ride go through the way. Yeah. Go through it. The bike's gonna get squirrely. It's gonna. It's gonna move around. As long as you don't tense up, 
As long as you're doing what you're normally supposed to be doing, you should be okay. Hypothetical. So you're saying instead of touching brakes or downshifting no, or something, if you actually, just, what if you pull in the there clutch is, if there and is, coast? Now, if, well, there, if there is one no, thing you, you can do, let it out again, now, and you'll grab. Well, if yeah. there's one thing you can do is throttle, hit the gas. When you are deep in a corner and uh, on a sport bike and you are leaning and hanging off the bike, you do not accelerate or brake through a corner. You have already yep. set your speed before you drop into that corner. So do exactly what you would normally do. Do not start rolling on until you're coming out of the corner. Yep. If you see a patch of sand while you're balls deep in that corner, continue on your path. And... May, It'll get may, hairy, but then may whoever have mercy on your soul <laughs> yeah. and that you yeah. come out alive. Uh, that that's just part of motorcycling. Um, yeah. Is the main thing is know the roads you're on, yeah. and like Knox said, do a recon trip. Go ride the road once or twice before you and go take, balls deep. Take a broom. Well, the whole thing about, about about the throttle thing is like, well, at least it kills the suspense. Yeah, know. You either you either crash or you shoot your way out of it. Okay, but. Your, the suspense is taken care of. Hey, Zach, did he say what kind of bike he's riding? Uh, a Jixxer 750. Okay, Jixxer 750. That's his. So, frame sliders and good gear. What do you got to lose? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it doesn't go bike. off a cliff. You yeah. get some good insurance, too. She got it. Your scrub frame. Mm-hmm. Yep. And yeah. his and his up the butt <laughs> bike is the John Britton V1000 that's at the beginning of Twist oh, the Wrist, that's too. A, that's yes. a good choice. Never heard of it. John Britton V1000? Yeah. You're kidding me, man. It's a dude, dude built it in his backyard. It's out. Some shit. dude built it, and I haven't heard of it. You oh keep my talking, God, I'll get a I picture. Been? Yeah, it's a cool bike, dude. Uh, are there any other emails? Nope. Uh, okay, so we have some motorcycle news, and I'm... Pause for editing. <laughs> <laughs> motorcycle news. Liza has some... Well, she's looking up... Um, you need to know what a Briton looks like. Yeah. Art of the motorcycle. And it is there. There, it there. Is. there we go. Oh, B R I T T E N. Britain. Yes. So, I'll get into the news while you marvel at a John Britton. Uh, uh, the story of John Britton is he he built a bike on his own and then came to the races to compete against all the big manufacturers and, and built an amazing bike and then sadly died of cancer. Yep. I believe, what, five or six of the bikes exist and that's it. No, How did the ten. bikes do? Is there ten? ten? Yeah. They did great. They did great. No, they kicked their everyone's ass. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, and they were like, where, where did this guy come from? He was yeah. competing with all the big names. Amazing, well, beautiful I, bike. You know, I'd never heard of these before. Um, thank you for turning um, me on to these. There may be one at the upcoming Quail Lodge Motorcycle Gathering Whoop. that uh, I'm going to be going to, and anyone who wants to come, um, just wanted to let people know on um, next... Saturday, May 16th, in Carmel, California. Quail Lodge Motorcycle Gathering. How much it's, is it, Liza? What is, uh, what is like this? Like 65? It's a V1000. It's a V-twin. It's, it's a V-twin. It's a twin. Yeah. It's 500. It's got... Uh, so the Quail Lodge Motorcycle Gathering is a like a concourse de elegance. It's on a golf course. Uh, there's food is served. It's very high end. You're going to have who's who and and motorcycle industry there, racers, builders, uh, restorers. There's going to be customs. Um, there's going to be restored bikes, significant historically significant bikes. It's all beautiful, and most of the people who rode them, you know, or built them, are there to talk um it's really amazing i mean it's not like going to the motorcycle show where it's all the new bikes i mean this is it's new old it's everything um and it looks like this year they're going to be um having a special feature with a tribute to military motorcycles which i think is pretty diesel klr yeah. Oh, it might be there. This is where you go and find like the unicorns are there. Um, I was just showing Douglas the art in the motorcycle, the book. Show him the Britain. There may be a Britain there. Um, there's the, a lot of the bikes and books like that are going to be there. So if anyone would like to go, um, contact us and uh, we can meet up. Recycle motorcycle garage at gmail dot com. Um, but yeah, I'm super looking forward to that. 
Cool. So, motorcycle news. Okay, I found some interesting stuff. Let's start with this one. Okay, um, it sounds horrible. Um, this one, I, I usually ignore all the ones where it says, you know, somebody killed or something. When I look up the news, there's a lot of those. This one, um, sadly, um, this one, it was a gentleman and his nine-year-old son on a bike and they're riding with a large group and the group was um, blocking traffic and holding cars so the group could go. Mm -hmm. Somehow, I don't know how, there was some confusion amongst everybody and he pulled out and ran into a dump truck. Oh, wow. Um, Whoa. Yeah. Uh, or he, yeah, he was attempting to pass a dump truck and the, uh, it was, I don't know. Anyway, the, the man's nine-year-old son who was the passenger was ejected oh. and dragged approximately 40 feet before oh, shit. striking a 2002 Toyota Highlander in the left rear bumper causing minor damage to the vehicle. The headline to this reads, nine-year-old sustains minor scrapes on his knees after being ejected from motorcycle. Wow. Okay. <laughs> wow. Like, what? Hey, if you fuck up, you fuck up good, I say. What? Yeah. Oh my gosh. We this is just proof that kids bounce. Yeah. 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 He damaged a Toyota Highlander. I hope that bulldozer. And he has minor uh, scrapes to his knees. I can almost guarantee that kid was wearing boots too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I hope dad buys that kid a lottery ticket for that day, or at least <laughs> yeah. five scratchers or wow. something. Wow. I mean, yeah, when I read that headline, it's like, what? The hmm. so yeah that kid's lucky. I'm glad to hear that that worked out so well. But just amazing. Um, so this one I thought was interesting too. Um, I you know I know a lot of the other podcasts are hitting the the big topics um, in in the motorcycle industry. I'm trying to hit those little ones that people aren't really talking about. <laughs> so I found this one that says. Uh, Venezuela bikers reportedly being killed for scarce motorcycle parts. Oh, wow. <laughs> Apparently, yeah. Venezuela is going through a really rough time. They're not having any parts imported in. The economy is shit. And they use that motorcycle taxi system down there. Mm-hmm. And they'll get females will call for a taxi. And then they're held up for their motorcycle. And... If they don't give it their shot, there's already been 12 reported deaths in motorcycle jackings in Venezuela. And, Mm. like, people are getting shot over low-displacement bike parts? Is that what's happening? Yes. We're not talking high-end bikes. We're talking... Mopeds? Yeah. I I guess it's rough down there, man. It's, you know, damn. Yeah, I know. Not a good time to go motorcycle through Venezuela. So that would be our traveler's tip of the week. (laughs) Um, but yeah, I just thought that was pretty crazy. Um, another thing. Um, okay. How many of you guys saw the rotor that went through a windshield? Saw that, yeah. Did you guys no, see it's this? A, it's yeah. a brake. No, it wasn't a rotor. It was a... It was, it was a, a sprocket. Sorry, sprocket. Yeah, what? So for... Oh, you haven't yeah. seen this? No. All right. Here, let me pass you this. Here, pass that around. So uh, this is right up here on Highway 1. Hi, sorry, Highway 101 a couple days ago. A motorcycle sprocket. This guy was driving on the freeway, and a sprocket came shooting through his windshield, barely missed his head, and lodged into the roof of the car. Damn. And you're looking at pictures there, Martin. Um, this donut. Oh. Uh, Pardon? Oh, you touched something. Yeah. Hold on. <laughs> it's condom boy. <laughs> Did he actually take that zip tie off before he? Uh, I don't know. Before he left, he's gonna have some melted zip tie on the tip. Just the tip. Just on the tip. Just the tip. So, um, it, what's interesting is I was reading up on this. Here you go, Martin. And um, of course, and we posted it to our Facebook Facebook page as well. Isn't that crazy? Um, I found it on many forums. I even found it on like what I say like. Um, it's a Venezuelan website or something. Uh, yeah, like Nicaraguan. Something. I was like crazy. It's all over the place. Everyone who's commented in different posts has all said there's no way a a sprocket can fly off of a running motorcycle because like well, because they said like, no it, mention of a motorcycle. <laughs> Like, how is it possible? Well, how does it get past the axle? Well, 
There are some. The axle would have to come out. Yeah. Very it would have to. It would have to have uh, the the buffer rubber things. What do you call them? The, the cush, cush, drive. cush drive. Yeah, the cush drive, and it would have to separate. So, yeah. it, but so it's not okay, the, wait, just on, the rear sprocket. It's the actual hub too, correct? No, it's just a sprocket. sprocket, right? No. It's so only. on some bikes have single sided swing arms, and the sprocket is not on the inside of the axle it's on the outside yeah, of the wheel it's on the carrier ring yeah. and i think maybe there might be just a clip holding it on this is wow. definitely from a quad uh, or Through? bolts holding it's be it a quad on or a prius yeah. huh. <laughs> so um there's a lot of speculation even about the size of it. that is a huge sprocket it it looks to me like some kids are messing around and like rolled it down the highway or dropped it out of the side of a car or something it yeah it was yeah. just it wow. does because if they were if th- yeah. this came off a motorcycle in front of them on the highway, they would find the wrecked motorcycle in front of them on the highway. No, yeah. it could have been could fall off the other lane on the other direction, and it bounced. It would over. be in the news. There would be a correlating story. Yeah, there would be a broken down motorcycle. Especially this somewhere. when we're only yeah. like forty five minutes away from this. Could have fallen it, off a truck. Yeah, head of a truck that's, or something. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. There's even some speculation that it may not be a motorcycle. Though it looks to me like a motorcycle. Yeah, it doesn't, it does. it doesn't look like a. Surprisingly, surprising it went through the windshield and through the windshield and went on burn. the. Oh, or some asshole wanted some publicity Headliner. and just like threw it through his windshield. Yeah. And lodged it in his ceiling. So, I don't know. If anyone thinks that it's possible that a sprocket can fly It's probably off. more likely than that that story you read us a long time ago about the lady who got in a wreck and gave birth to the, the baby. <laughs> like, what the fuck is that about? I want that one to be so true. So true. <laughs> the baby survived. What? <laughs> I believe that is it for what else? the news. All right, wow. so uh, we all know it's time for the Craigslist for This week is something special. Well, not something special because it's, it's Ducati. It's, it's already gone. It's actually, something. it's probably already sold. Uh, the reason we're talking about this is because it's a what it was a 1999 Ducati Monster yeah, for sixteen hundred bucks. Yep. And so we we threw it up on the well I threw it up on the on the uh, the the recycle Facebook, yeah. Facebook page a few days ago and we got actually got some viewer or some listener replies and uh, what I said was much cheap and posted the um, the ad here. So what was it? It was like sixteen hundred or eighteen hundred. Sixteen hundred dollars for a du- uh, Ducati Monster Dark Seven Fifty. Salvage title. Heck, that means. And in the description, he said even though it was, he bought it as a salvage, but it always ran fine, and you sure. never knew exactly why yeah. it had been salvaged. It's been deleted since then. And all he did was oil changes. You know, like oil sure. changes <laughs> and tighten the chain and just the basics, and yeah. it's run just fine. So it brings up the question. I mean, on a... Is it worth it or not? Yeah. I what, think so. It was a 99? 99. So for anyone who's... Okay. Here's where the debate is. For people who've owned Ducatis or people who haven't heard the rumors, they require a little bit extra special maintenance. So for somebody to say they've had it for 10 years and never did that extra special maintenance, it raises flags. Uh, yeah, if you don't know what the fuck you're doing, uh, those old two-valve Ducatis are actually pretty reliable, and they're not that difficult to work on. You have to be precise with your valve adjustments and uh, belt timing and all that bullshit, but it's not like, you know, it's you're, you're not taking it into, uh, it's not an MV Augusta where you can't find parts for it. You go on eBay and you can find a 750 engine for like 600, 800 bucks. That's mm. how, how common and reliable but the, it is. The, the problems that are our posters have been uh, bringing up were the belts and the the valve adjustments, not the actual engine itself. Sure, belts are like you could buy belts for like seventy, eighty bucks. Or the Desmo valve or something. What, what do they call the it? The Desmo valve service. It's just it's just a valve service that you can do on your own. You can you go online and find the factory service manual in English and do it yourself. Well, it's I not think, that difficult. I think if you bought it, you would have to. Sure, look it's it over some mechanics. Well, it's a little bit special, a bit, but and yeah. do any maintenance right. that's required. It's sure. not something that you is buy that a, and just immediately start writing. Right, it is. I, believe, I don't think so. I don't. Remember. I don't know. I think they are. Um, I assume so. 
Um, but even something like I've had friends with Ducatis and their slave cylinder on the brake, I think. Or oh, the, on the hydraulic clutch. Maybe it's a hydraulic clutch yeah. like went out, and that's hundreds of dollars sure. and hard to find for that year bike they were looking for. I just remember having friends with that, like pain in the ass. Yeah, they're expensive. Parts. Ducati had a the older stuff had a reputation back before the internet, back before you parts availability was not easy, and the fact that uh, you know a lot of problems people were having were for the sport bikes because they were high performance machines, and um, people had issues with them because they had to be maintained. You know. But, well, I guess the question here is: Is there such a thing as a bargain Ducati? Yes. That that is one of them. This is I it. Think that is one of them. Yeah. Well, the the question is, is it? It's a bargain because they I'd haven't done you, a lot of work it on it, so you you're going it, to have to do work. You on run it. it into the ground until yeah. it's until it's done, there's and you sell that, it there's for not that much work bucks on that as thing. a parts bike. Yeah. So, uh, Mason, would you buy it? Um, if you were looking for a second motorcycle and you had like two grand, would you buy it? Sure. Sorry, I zoned out. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll go for it. Why not? You go for it. Why not? Yeah. He Ducati. hasn't heard all the rumors. He's not scared. Uh, yeah, a Ducati. <laughs> you know, it's a Ducati. How bad could it get? How expensive? <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of people are scared by the rumors, and they are rumors, and I don't know how true they are. I had yeah. a Ducati, but I never had anything major go wrong with it. But yeah. then Lonnie's had it. Oh, except for the <laughs> fact that she sold it because she thought you were going to kill yourself on it. <laughs> And then she goes, Doug, you should buy that Ducati that I thought I was going to kill myself on. You're a new rider. <laughs> you had a 900 SS, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's a great bike. It's a cool bike. It's a really good bike. I just found that I was going too hard in in, in corners and having oops and going, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, that'll, yeah, that kind of bike will do it to you. Hunter S. Thompson wrote about that bike, the, the sausage creature. That was about that bike. I like the way it vibrates. Yeah. Oh, who doesn't? (laughs) (laughs) Tickles your balls and whatnot. (laughs) So, um, Liza. Yeah. Who's coming to San Francisco very soon? Oh, yeah, yeah. We posted this on our Facebook page, too. This is pretty cool. So, um... Jay Leno is coming to town. So yeah, Jay Leno. Yeah, 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 yeah. Jay Leno. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mr. Bobblehead himself. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. So uh, some of our friends up at the San Francisco Motorcycle Club, um, San Francisco Motorcycle Club SFMC, has been around since nineteen oh five. I don't know. They're all nineteen oh five. The oldest club, they're right? At, or no, nineteen oh four, maybe. Yeah, the oldest they're motorcycle like club in the U.S. I think, right? Uh, or second but yes yeah. uh first one to allow women uh they had yes. women That's voting right. before they were allowed to vote in uh po- politics and yeah it's pretty progressive um anyway so um jay leno is coming up on tuesday may 19th to do uh, a thing with them and um they're they're what do you call their clubhouse is under construction they're talking about that also about the oh if you ever ever go to the SFMC clubhouse please ring the bell (laughs) don't laugh just ring the bell also they have a 1904 Curtis motorcycle that hangs from the ceiling there that's a really cool vintage bike and the interesting story about that is it was donated I want to say in the 30s or 40s they were having a like an auction to raise money and somebody donated this old bike and nobody wanted to buy it so they just hung it up in the clubhouse it is now worth a lot of money it's a very cool bike the Curtis at the time was the fastest bike available Hmm. so um so jay's coming around because they have such history in the curtis and they're putting together a ride where they're actually going to ride around san francisco and they're looking for 50 to 100 bikes to join and jay is actually looking for a bike to borrow to ride something cool something vintage because he doesn't have enough bikes yeah Yeah. (laughs) he couldn't get one of his own bikes up here so if you're fun rides the buses, the buses don't come up here enough or something. <laughs> if you have something that runs off of charcoal, he he might be interested. <laughs> um, does not if, does not need to have you on. If you're interested in participating in that, because it's just going to be well after this comes out, it's going to be yeah, the next day. Um, go to our Facebook page and find the article and there's a contact at the bottom of the page and you can hook up with them. They're also looking for people to help out in the organizing if you want to do that. 
So that's a cool thing. I love that the SMC is getting some notice. It's Jay Leno's Garage. He does oh, a thing. TV show, right? Yeah, yeah, that's what it's for. You should have him ride trip. I know. I thought about that. I can't take it. <laughs> oh, yeah, up it's a cool bike. It's an upside down parking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 so stupid. Oh, um, knock! You did a post this week. What did I do? No, I didn't. Oh yeah, I did. <laughs> Wait oh, for uh, it. <laughs> <laughs> On the Recycle Motorcycle Garage Facebook page, I asked, "How did you find about the Recycle Garage and Motorcycles and Misfits podcast?" And we got oh, some yeah. awesome responses. Yeah, um, I love it. A, lo- a good number of them came through um, Cleveland Moto. Cleveland Moto. So shout outs to those guys, being the cheeky cheeky bastards that they are. If you don't know about promoting. Cleveland Moto, you should check them. Don't bother. Out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> listen to us. Yeah. Now, um, what else did we get? Oh, yeah, coming through the pace and also through mm-hmm. iTunes, iTunes and different searches. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's really helpful Searching for us to Searching for know. motorcycle podcast on Google. Yeah, that, that kind of stuff kind of always blows my mind. I was trying to figure out, like, who and how how did this network establish itself? And it's always interesting to hear. It helps us to know, you know. what apps people are coming through. Right, like exactly. That. And if you want to, please go ahead and give us your social security number. Uh, your 16-digit blood type, uh, blood type or, or your uh, 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 credit card number with your security code. So we, we like to new, buy new stuff. <laughs> what the <laughs> hell are you talking about? Never mind. So, but anyways, thanks just for... Just give for, us your firstborn child. Yeah, just thanks for That'll chiming in, and, and please continue to chime in, because we love that shit. So I wanted to bring something up I found interesting. Um, a lot of times, like all of us, we're just cruising around, just looking up motorcycle, just everywhere we go, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. What's out there? And I was um, on the Play Store uh, that for apps on my phone, and uh, sometimes I hit you know motorcycle just to see what's in there most of them are games i'm not really interested in games but i found that there's more and more of these apps coming up up that do all different things so i actually um brought it up to mason and asked him to take a look and to see if he found anything he thought was <laughs> no, interesting actually you brought it up to lucas first oh yeah i did Aww. and lucas was like i have a flip phone do it Um, Yeah, so I I found a pretty good one uh, for this week. It's called Motorcycle Mechanics. It's by a developer named Alex Candy. Uh, Got a four-star rating. Nice. Whatever that's worth. Out of what but, stars? Uh, out of five. Okay. okay. Out of five, yeah. <laughs> Four out of five. Out of five. Hundred. You, you Four out of five. <laughs> you um, it's a, so basically it's an app, uh, and it has videos of different things that go wrong with motorcycles that are typical and how to repair them. Oh, cool. So it's like a step-by-step process, but reference. it's, it's Is this uh, all categorized. App? It's free. It's free. Yeah, it's free. It's all categorized. Um, they categorize it by uh, regular maintenance, typical engine problems, uh, headlight issues. I guess that's a, a big thing. Yeah, I guess that's a thing. And then wheels. Does oh, it cool. tell you why you looped your Jixer? <laughs> <laughs> too much yaw. Uh-uh. Too, yeah, too much yaw. I should have been going to hunt instead of doing hot. And then it, it has the option to like share it and stuff, you know, like any. Uh, that's any okay, that's app. cool. But, uh, I watched maybe and like that's four through or the, five. Uh, the Play Store. The Play Store. Okay. I watched four or five of their videos, and they're they're really on point. Cool. It's not like uh, it doesn't just link you to like a YouTube video. It's actual videos that have been uploaded to this app. So okay, uh, cool. it's it's very informative and it's very step by step. They don't skip things and they're cool. not vague. So. I think I think it's a pretty useful app, and, and it's free ninety free, free ninety free, nice free, free, free easy payments of free ninety free. <laughs> Zach, okay. Zach, we may have to try this to, f- to figure out what's wrong with the CB nine hundred. I don't know if, if it'll show us the way. If you're, if you're blowing out both ends, makes you know? a <laughs> loud explosion from the exhaust box. This is <laughs> atypical motorcycle problem with the CB nine hundred. Yeah, yeah, I, I have it here on my phone. Motorcycle mechanics. This looks like a pretty cool thing. So I thought every now and then we'll check out new apps because I don't know mm-hmm. anyone who's covering the apps. And it's ain't no cigar throttle. Big. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big industry that's coming up. Um, so yeah, if you if you are using any motorcycle related apps out there and want to share them with us, so we can share them with everyone. I, I used let um, us know um, a GPS based uh, speedometer just to correct, make sure everything's nice and dandy. I just did it <laughs> nice once. And dandy. Andy, yeah. Andy G. Willikers. What percentage my my keto is off based on my tire circumference? But, uh, yeah, uh, yeah oh, and also there's there's shit. that Waze app that uh, that uh, it's for traffic. It's great when you're in an urban area and because it's a user uh, based 
uh, traffic reporting system. So it tells you where the traffic is, where the cops are, and all that business. Oh, really? Cool. Yeah. <laughs> W-A-C-E. W-A-C-E. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, wee wee. Hmm. All right. Zach. Yes? Please <laughs> tell us how people can contact us. They can find us on Facebook at re-cycle-santa-cruz. They can find us, uh, they can send us an email at recyclemotorcyclegarage at gmail.com. They can find us at our website at web- motorcyclesandmisfits.com. And they can call and leave us a voicemail at 831-291-5112. Order a pizza. Wow. Oh, yeah. wow. Oh, yeah. Zang. oh, real quick, I wanted to mention. Um, You're pregnant. You're totally pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's I gave away the condom. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that thing was in the toolbox next to really sharp, pokey things. <laughs> um, hey, not motorcycle related, but I wanted to give a mention to our fellow misfit Zoe, who recently yeah, hey, congratulations yeah. won a big drone competition, which I, I didn't even know this was a thing. <laughs> it was a race. It was like a nerd like Olympics a, a and race she in the, won. In the sky. Wow. That's an Olympic I would win. That would be the nerd. Um, but nerd. apparently it was a big deal. There were yeah, totally. representatives from like Amazon and eBay and some French company and this and that. Sure. Yeah, they, asked her to, they asked her to do some shit. I, I can't um, remember what it was. But. You hook her up with that dot com money, son. Give me them tech dollars. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I just wanted to say, hey Zoe, congratulations. Yeah, congratulations. That was very Congrats. cool. Well, I think that's, uh, that's about it. We're going to wrap it up. We're actually going to hit wrap our hour mark tonight we're not going to go into an hour and a half so um thank you very much for listening thank you very much for yeah. sending in emails and shit and make fun of lucas some more send me your email yes. ducati haters i'm gonna set you straight i don't and, even uh, own one fuck you yeah. <laughs> so uh, thanks for listening. And, um, and remind if anyone is in the area and wants to drop in and yeah, visit. Yeah, please us. stop by. We've so actually good. had a few listeners visit us recently. Yeah. And, um, we love that. We love, we there's love uh, free cool. blowjobs by her. <laughs> <laughs> come, come on down for the Dick's Burritos and Beer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Plenty of burritos. And dick. Leave with a frown on your face. Yeah. Alright. <laughs> Alright, so let's get out of here. I'm Doug. Uh, this is Knock. This is James. Mason. Martin. Liza. I am Zach. And we out. Cool, cool, cool. cool. <laughs>